baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Lackawanna College named a new president today. This is a woman that I have known for a long time. I have been part of her staff for a long time as an adjunct professor. And I'm so happy to introduce you as Madam President Jill Murray. How are you? Thank you, Frank. <laughs> it is an honor and a privilege both to be here and to be named as the ninth president, first woman president of yeah. Lackawanna College. I mean, forgive me for being political, but it would have been so dumb if they didn't name you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been with the college for, for quite some time, and we've had a really good ride. Right, we have. Now, you're, you're going to be official July 1st, right? Of 2020. Of 2020. Right. So, so, so Colonel's still around. Colonel's still around. Colonel Mark Volk, one of my mentors and certainly a good friend. We're going to be mapping out the transition for the next year so that and when 2020 comes and he retires, it'll be a smooth and easy transition. Now, you know, we've talked about programs in the past. You've been here talking about some of the, th the innovative programs, but why, when this when you knew that Mark was thinking about retiring, why, why would you want to be president? I mean, that's, you know, that's a pretty hefty job. <laughs> that's a really good question. I thought long and hard about it because as the executive vice president and the chief innovation officer currently, I love my job. That's been one of the most fun jobs I think I've ever had. So when when a couple of people approached me and asked me if I was interested, I really, I gave it some thought. And I, I love the college so much. And I really love the direction that we're headed. And I really didn't want someone to come in and, and change that direction. So I, I, when I had the opportunity, I tried to present a vision to the board of trustees that was consistent with the direction we've had. And hopefully with the team we continue uh, to build to make sure that we're we're staying on this consistent path. Lackawanna College, man, I tell you, the changes over the years have been phenomenal. I mean, from, you know, little Lackawanna College, little junior college, to all of a sudden like a major factor in Scranton and a major factor in the educational system everywhere. I mean, you talked about, uh, about being a private college and your tuition, right. which is significant, right? Our tuition is the lowest private college tuition in the state. So... You know, from an affordability perspective, we're right there. We are we are the most or the least expensive private college in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And what, very proud of that. What are the majors? Oh my goodness, we have twenty-seven majors. Our most popular majors are business, business administration. We certainly have our flagship programs like petroleum and natural gas, where students come in, can come in two years, go out and make sixty to one hundred thousand dollars first year out. We have our healthcare suite of programs: sonography, surge tech occupational therapist assistant, PTA, and, and physical therapist assistant, which is now moving to Scranton from Hawley. And of course, as we announced yesterday, an RN nursing program. That's incredible. I want to hear about that. It was It's kind of like the first in Lackawanna County of its kind. And you just showed me some information about, about uh, bonuses for nurses. I mean, the demand is there. And what are you offering? Right. It's a professional uh, registered nurse program. So you can come in to Lackawanna College in two years, be able to sit for and be ready for the 
registry exam for your registered nurse position. There is such a shortage of nurses nationwide, you know, uh, literally hundreds of thousands of positions available. And in Scranton itself, they're on, on two of them, our major healthcare network system sites, so 750 jobs available for wow. nurses. We get calls, at least 20 calls a week from long-term care facilities, from hospital systems, from places like allied services where they're begging begging, can you please start a nursing program? Can you please start a nursing program? It's a very expensive program to start. And we finally were able to secure a half a million dollar grant from the Moses Taylor Foundation to start this program. Now, you just said that you get calls. All the texts that have just come in are basically saying, where do I sign up? How do I I enroll? I mean, people are interested. Where do they go? What do they do and when? (laughs) www.blackwana.edu. Go to the admissions page fill out an application or send a note to the admission staff, we can certainly accommodate. And we also can uh, take your calls as well. People, people want to know if, uh, if they have to have any kind of pre-training before they can register for this program. They do not. They, have to be, they do have to be college ready. So there, we can do some testing to determine, you know, how qualified they are from, from an academic standpoint. But we also have programs to get them ready in case they're not. Perhaps they need some math proficiency or something like that. We can help them. Now, you know, we, we all, there was just a report right before we came in with mm-hmm. you that the, uh, the amount of natural gas being produced in Pennsylvania has far exceeded expectations. Yes. That whole department, that, that was like a brainstorm. That was, that was genius whenever that started. Ray Angeli, the president before Mark, um, had this idea that the gas industry was going to appear, and it did. He, I first, uh, when I first started in 2008, he sent me to Texas and he said, figure out how we start a petroleum natural gas program. I was the vice president for academic affairs then. Mark Volk was the executive vice president. We went to Texas. We figured out from some of the schools down there. We took the petroleum-based curriculum. We brought it up here. We adapted it, hired a director. We announced that we had a petroleum and natural gas program before we even have it a building. <laughs> um, and it was full, and it, it's, it's been full ever since. Now, back to the nursing program. And, and you know, you were ta- we were talking about majors. Of course, I was part of the communications department, Emmy Carrilla. Sure. Great boss, Emmy's great terrific. person. She, she is terrific. And, and she, that's Ray's daughter. That's Ray's daughter, that's Ray's right. Daughter, and, right. And she's the one I had to sit with her and go, you know, make sure that I was, you know, trained and everything. Sure. She did a great job, and I really appreciate that. She's but, outstanding. But, I mean, when you start a nursing program, <laughs> how do you start a nurse? I mean, where do you get the faculty? Where do you get the building? Where do you get everything that you need? I mean, that's a big challenge. It is a big challenge. And the reason I'm saying that, because I'm going to segue into your eSports program, mm-hmm. which also required a big commitment. Go right. ahead, nursing. Let me first give you the number for our admissions office. Yeah, In case please. anybody wants to call, us 570-961-7898 or toll-free 877-346-3552. And by the way, for those of you that are listening, if you missed that, this whole interview will be on our website. You can listen to it 100 times and get that number and all the information. Absolutely. Okay, now nursing. <laughs> so we... We've wanted to start a nursing program for years, and we knew that the expense was going to be substantial. So we had been talking to different funders and different industry partners, including hospital systems, um, including foundations, and finally Moses, the Moses Taylor Foundation came through with, as, as I said, a half a million dollars for the Sim Lab, which they told us yesterday was, you know, would rival any medical school Sim Lab out there. Um, we put an ad 
out there for a program director. We have a wonderful program director, Dr. Judy Williams, um, who's been fabulous. We have several adjunct faculty who have come forward as soon as they heard we were starting a nursing program, once the word leaked out, we just kept getting calls. And so we've had a ton of interest in being able to, for clinical faculty members as well as, you know, regular course faculty members. Now, you're, you're talking about this new program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've been here on the on the air a couple of times sure. talking about new programs. Are you running out of space? <laughs> we actually are. <laughs> we have this, uh, what, what Mark calls the ugliest building in Scranton, which is 401 Adams, which is where the office, the show, the office, that's the building that we own. We're, we're putting financing together to try and, and rehab that building and set it up for classrooms. We are literally out of space. We're Four, renting space. 401, that's the one on the corner there? On the corner, where, six story. Where, where, is that where the restaurant is now? Right next to the restaurant. Okay. Which is another great uh, <laughs> opportunity and segue to another program. Our culinary program is fabulous. And we have our own restaurant now, which is open to the public. Yeah, I have a daughter involved in that, and I have had not had a meal there yet, so. <laughs> Your daughters, daughters are daughters, fabulous, yeah. right, Stephanie and Sarah, and and they do a great job there. Yeah, so so the nursing program, where 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 will it be housed? Where yeah. will in that building? No, it's going to be on campus on the Scranton campus. It's actually going to be behind the old CYC. We call it a Tobin Hall, so it's on the corner of Madison and Vine Street. Now. We had you here a few weeks ago, and we were talking about this esports program. <laughs> yeah, and people called and said, "Esports, come on, this is wacky." You know, the, you guys, you, you've you've just gone off the deep end yeah. here. Then all of a sudden, it becomes like the explosive new program across the country. No, what what is it going? What's what's happening at Lackawanna? Wow, <laughs> like I think we hit some kind of zeitgeist there. You know, um, esports has we we entered the space. We were the sixty second program in the country, esports, um, in May, the end of May last year. There are now 174 programs across the country. So it has just exploded. Colleges are recognizing that this is really the hot sort of interest. And we've built some programming, you know, some degrees around that. Students that are interested in video games are often interested in IT. They're interested in communications. They're interested in these other degrees that use technology as well. But the the actual competitive online video gaming, I mean, it's just explosive. It, 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 it has. It's unbelievable. I get calls from parents who say, I've been telling my son not to play video games. I've been telling my daughter, you know, get outside. And, and then I keep saying to them, well, no, there's scholarships available. Keep keep letting them play. Right. And I will see something and it'll it, someone will be talking about a, a new esports program being developed at Notre Dame. And I'll say, Notre Dame? You don't have to go to Notre Dame. Go to Lackawanna College. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, every, it's in the big schools and the little schools. Big schools and little schools. We... Had our first season, competitive season this year. Teddy Delaney's our coach. Robert Esker is our assistant coach. Uh, Adam Johnson is one of our assistant coaches as well. We added Fortnite this year, this coming year. But we played schools. We played Boise State. We played Harvard. We played community colleges across the country. We had a really good record. Um, and we're looking to be ranked next year. The, and the, the amount of interest, both locally and nationally in our program, out of sight. It's out of sight. All right. We are talking to the newly named president of Lackawanna College, Dr. Jill Murray. It is 19 minutes after four. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I want to talk about the future at Lackawanna College. I also want to talk about what I believe is is a special part of what they do at that school. We'll be right back at WLK. 
We are talking to the new president of Lackawanna College, the first woman president, Dr. Jill Murray. What, what, is, what does that mean, being first woman president to you? I mean, what's the difference there? Wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I, um, you know, I think it means a lot for women of all ages to know that there isn't a glass ceiling at times, you know, that there, that your dreams can come true, that there are women in positions of power and leadership across the country and locally, you know, that there, there is a chance and an opportunity if you work hard enough and you are able to, you know, find the right fit in an organization, that it's possible to really be a, a powerful woman leader that tries to affect change for so the community. So what, what do you want to accomplish in your in your term as president, what what would you what would you really like to and I'm not just talking about yeah. programs, but just just you as a person. The next iteration of the college, I think, will need to focus on social and economic impact. We look around at our school districts. We see so much poverty, so many families in poverty, so many students in poverty. We need to figure out a way to be a part of an economic and social renaissance in northeastern Pennsylvania that affects change from the school districts up through higher education. We need to be part of the good things that happen in the city. Our students need to be part of projects that happens that happen in the city. We need to figure out how we get more workforce ready students and citizens so that p companies will want to locate here. We need to be part of the solution for the Scranton School District as they begin their turnaround. We need to be part of the solution to have an economic and social renaissance in this region. You know, I don't know whether it was in an op-ed or where, I, and I, I'm attributing this to you, and I, I hope I'm right, but you used a phrase like, not just a community college, but a college in the community, yeah. which is a big, big difference. It I mean, yeah, it means we're involved. We don't just exist there. There are so many of us, there are so many institutions of higher education in this region, which is, which is wonderful. And every one of us contributes to the economic viability of the city of Scranton or the, the surrounding regions. But because we're a local institution, over 80% of our students are local. These are students that live here, that work here, that are raising families here, that are sending their kids to school in this region, whether it's public, private, to assistant schools. We, we need to be the community's college. That's what our goal is, to be the college in this community that people look to for help, for answers, for resources, and for one of the best opportunities for higher education you can get. Well, one of the things I like about Lackawanna College is that there are no secrets. We don't have to go looking to find out what you're doing. Like you have a good program where people are aware. And that's why I want to talk to your new communications director there, Sharon Linet. And one of the best things about public relations, and I'm sure Mark Davis has the same experience, when you know someone and you can call them and say, hey, I need this, or hey, I want this information, or hey, you know, this time doesn't work for me. It's nice to know someone that you can, that really understands the industry. Tell us about your title. Nice to see you again. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, I'm the new director of marketing and communications. I started in January and I have to say um, it's been phenomenal. There's been so many good things coming out of this college. Um, the job's almost being done for me. You know, I get there, esports is getting big, this huge nursing announcement, and now the excitement of the transition from our great current leader, Mark Volk, to uh, Dr. Jill Murray. So lots going on. 
Well, I'm, I'm glad to know. I mean, I know you. I know you for a million years, even though you're not that old. But, <laughs> but I mean, I, I really mean that. It's, it, you're very approachable. And for all the businesses and all the, the different media people that are listening, you are very approachable. And I, I think that's going to go a long way. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Now back to the press. Um, <laughs> there was a young man that got bounced out of one school, right. couldn't finish his college. And you guys took him in and he, he just graduated. Okay. And I was so proud of you guys. <laughs> Gary Campbell. Yeah. So Gary Campbell, Mark, Mark Bulk, who's just one of the most amazing humans that I know, reached out immediately to Gary and we talked through opportunities for him to finish his degree with us. He was the first of our bachelor's cohort to walk across the stage this May and we were very proud and he was incredibly proud and he did a great job. He loved his experience there with us. And it's just been a, a remarkable opportunity. And he and he's spreading the word himself, you know, and, and how much our values of diversity and inclusion mean something. I want, I want to talk politics with you. Every, every time I, I hear, uh, you know, some politicians say, well, we need free tuition for community colleges. Yeah. And uh, I get I, I speak against that because it's not fair. Are you feeling pressure from Washington or Harrisburg or are you feeling support? Depends who you talk to. Um, I, the idea of free college is certainly something that everyone loves. The challenge is we're not ready for it. It's an idea whose time has not come. Let's put the money in the public school system. Let's fix K through 12 so that students come out and they're ready for college. Let's not let them, you know, not be ready to take on that kind of either expense or educational challenge that maybe they're not ready for. Let's put the money in K through 12 and fix that. All right. We're going to take a break here, get caught up on headline news. A couple more questions. Can you stay a few more minutes? Absolutely. Okay. We're going to stay a few more minutes. We have all kinds of questions about your nursing program. One of the questions that people have asked is, will there be an LPN to RN bridge program? We'll, we'll, we'll hold off on the answer to that because that has come in four times already. And so we want to get that information. And we have questions about the eSports program that you mentioned. And we also have questions about your petroleum school. And we have questions about when the new school year starts next year. People want to register already. So lots of things to talk about. Lackawanna College. We have the new president, Dr. Jill Murray, with us, and we'll be right back on WLK. 25 minutes now before 5 o'clock talking to the new president, the ninth president of Lackawanna College, the first woman president, Dr. Jill Murray. Man, Madam President, I love saying that. <laughs> Madam President. I like hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions about this nursing program. Right. Holy cow, This I, I didn't realize this was that popular. Yeah. I mean, I have questions from the Lehigh Valley Hospital. Terrific. It, it, it really is such a need in our area and... M- some of the other programs, well, almost all of the other programs in the region are four-year programs. So it is uh, at times intimidating from a cost perspective to be able to think about that. This is a two-year RN program, but we also have options for RN to BSN. Okay, well, rapid-fire questions. Yep. Do you have an LPN to RN program? What about that BSN program? Is there a limit to the number of students that you can enroll first year? Wow. <laughs> we are going to have an LPN to RN bridge program. Yes, that is coming. That will be launched probably around the same time as the as the actual RN program, which does not start this fall, but next fall. So fall 2020. There is an accreditation limit to 
to the number of students per cohort, meaning, you know, if we have so many students in one cohort, but we're going to try and start multiple cohorts. We have such a demand. Which means, which means, is there a number? There's probably a number of somewhere around 50 to 75 students in that first year. Okay. That's going to go by fast. It's, That's going to fill up fast. It's really going to fill up fast. We also have about five questions that came in just about the eSports program. Is is that a major or is it, or they want to know, is that something alongside of another major? And is there a limit to the number of students in that? Because they're talking about, you know, the game platforms. Sure. That is a sport. We have that aligned under athletics. So that is not right now a degree program. We have other programs that usually are kind of companion programs to students who are interested in esports. For example, our IT degree, um, a lot of students like the business side of the esports model. There is our communications program, which is very successful that students come into and and wanna take on, for example, the broadcasting piece of the esports, which we call shoutcasting. Right. And that's become a a really, really popular opportunity for us as well. And then we we have classes in podcasting. We have classes um, that fill in the areas of interest where students that play video games. Do you you have any thoughts on this whole problem of student loan debt? I mean, we keep hearing people screaming, you know, we've got to erase it. You know, they come out of school with, you know, $70,000 of debt. Is there a solution? Is there anything to do? There's no easy solution to that. I think, you know, because we are the the least expensive private college in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, our tuition is very affordable. It's $15,000 a year. Is, is that is that a draw to people? Are you it is a very big draw to people. And I think students in high school, you know, have this kind of romanticized idea about what college should be or maybe was and not giving a lot of thought to the economics of going to college and coming out with a bachelor's degree, which is wonderful, but thinking that, you know, maybe they need a master's degree or maybe they need to go on for some kind of graduate degree or maybe they need two-year options and maybe they need vocational or trade options. And so I think, you know, as we as we look at long-term debt, we need to be able to, to help counsel students well in being able to, um, you know, what, as they take student loans, how much are they taking, try to influence or be able to sort of counsel them on, you know, don't take it all. They're using a lot to live um, for living expenses and so on. And that is a challenge because they're coming out with, you know, some hefty debt, not always with us because we're primarily two-year programs, although we have six now, almost seven uh, four-year options. But it's, it's a challenge. How long have you been at the college? 10 years. 10 years. How have you seen the student body change in 10 years? Just the, the, the mentality, the attitude, just the student themselves. The students that are coming to us now are much more consumer savvy. They're making decisions in part because of finances, but they're making decisions in part because of the, some of the great programs that we have and because they know that they can come out and go right into the workforce. So you, you mentioned nursing, for example. There's a sign-on bonus for Commonwealth um, hospital systems for twenty to twenty-five thousand dollars sign-on bonuses. Wow! So, and you're coming out making you know fifty to sixty thousand dollars. Same thing with our petroleum and natural gas, our sonography programs. You're coming out making a manageable wage where you can pay those loans back. So it's not all a bad story. It's just a matter of you know 
how to manage it all. Pressures on, on, on college kids today. Is it all social media? There's a, social media is a big is a big issue, but I I think the pressure on students are coming in declaring a lot of mental health concerns. They're self disclosing. Mental health is probably one of our biggest challenges now. Students that are you know facing a lot of a lot of challenges with family life and you know well, so many how, issues. How, how do you how do you deal with that? I mean, they come to school and yet they're coming with these you know pressures, mental yeah. health. What do you what do you do as a college? Well, we have some counselors available, but we also have great relationships with local counseling agencies where we refer out and help them define a treatment plan. But we have we have an awful lot of um, of peer support. Uh, folks at our college. We also have a tremendous student support and advocacy group that is set up to help these students as well. I was always impressed that if you had a student that was struggling, there were all kinds of programs to help them, almost like in-house tutoring, you know, something to kind of hold their hand and get them through the tough spots. The biggest financial decision I think we've made in the past 10 years has been to dedicate now almost, you know, four to five million dollars in student support. We have shifted and invested an awful lot of money. That's a that's a significant and sizable portion of our budget to make sure that students have the tools, the resources, and the opportunities to get help, to get support, to be able to have tutoring services, to be able to have counseling services, to be able to have academic development services if they need some remedial help with math, reading, English. We have those services available, and that's unlike any of the other colleges around. All right, we got to take a break. We can get caught up on traffic and weather, and we'll continue our conversation in a minute. <laughs> 14 minutes now before 5 o'clock. We're talking about the support that a college needs. We're talking about Lackawanna College. We're talking about newly named president, Jill Murray. Uh, ninth president of Lackawanna College will be officially installed July 1st, 2020. So between now and 2020, like wh- what happens? Well, between now and, and next year, we'll begin the planning phase of, of the vision for the next iteration of the college. We'll, we'll take the year, we'll make different announcements throughout the course of the next 12 months to make sure everybody understands exactly kind of where we're going and... Okay, what is the vision? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's lots of pieces to, to that vision. The first piece, of course, is our flagship and maintaining our academic programs and continuing to grow and develop new programs that are not just cutting edge, but that have workforce ready components in them. So student committee, either two or four years or three year options we also have for bachelor's degrees to be able for them to come out and make a family sustainable wage as they come out. So maintaining those pathways is very important. But to also have a focus on that K through 12 dimension. We have a program called Level Up, which is students can take dual enrollment courses, meaning they can be, they can be in high school and also take college credit, and they can come out in some cases being able to have their associate's degree by the time they graduate from high school. Our largest partner in that program is Abington Heights. Right now, we have over 100 students ready to go and and um, that are enrolled in Level Up from Abington Heights. Several of which will be receiving associate's degrees next year this time while they're graduate, walking across the high school graduation stage. I, for, I forgot about that. We mm-hmm. talked about that as a program. You mentioned something. I, I didn't catch it, but people did. 
stenography program? Stenography. So ultrasound. It's an ultrasound program. It's a healthcare program. So if you go in, you know, you need an ultrasound. Um, that's what we do. We have cardiac, vascular, and then kind of a generalist diagnostic medical sonography program. S-O-N-O-G-R-A. Where, where are most of your students coming from? Are they coming from the local schools? Are, you, are they coming from New York, New Jersey, Connecticut? Where? Absolutely local schools. We have five satellite centers. So they're coming from all around. Where are the satellite centers? We have a satellite center in Sunbury. We have a satellite center in New Milford. Holly, um, Tawanda, and Hazleton. Now, what, Sharon, what? Okay. Now, the satellite centers, they, they are, they are campus, little mini campuses for people who yes. are up in Bradford County who want to attend Lackawanna. Bradford County, County, Hazleton, and so on. Yeah, absolutely. So they can attend there, or do they have to come to Scranton? No, soon? they can attend there, and they can get their associate's degree fully at those satellite centers. They don't have to come to main campus. And, and, and how popular are they? I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I, I knew there was one in Holly. I wasn't aware of the others. Yeah. Our satellite centers now make up almost half of our population. So that, that level of growth has been a tremendous resource for us. We get calls all over the, from all over the state and all over some of these rural areas where there's no community college asking, begging for us to set up a satellite center there. And that's what we did just recently in, in Sunbury. I remember one year I, t I taught a group of the Falcon football players mm -hmm. and, and it was a, a writing class and they had to write an essay and they had to pick the subject and, and, and one, one, one football player wrote this fabulous essay and, and basically what he said was that he appreciated the fact that he had to have a real major not some Mickey Mouse major because mm -hmm. he was playing ball because he said I really want to be in the NFL but if I get hurt then what yeah. do I do to raise my family? And you guys are pretty strict with your athletes. I remember that you were strict with me. I had I had to keep make, they couldn't be late. No. I had to make sure they had all the paper, or I got yelled at. <laughs> About seven years ago, we we knew that we had to figure out how to be much more strict with our athletes. We had to put programs and restrictions, a model in place where they understood the value of education and not you know, take it lightly. About around that time frame, the NCAA put in some new academic qualifications in order for someone to be able to go to a Division One school or to transfer to a Division One school. You have to, if you're going to transfer, you have to 2.5 GPA, which for junior colleges, students wanting to transfer is is not always attainable from a football perspective. So we decided to put a FALC program in place a Falcons um, academic learning community model that had them do mandatory study halls. We had, you know, specific majors that they could take. We hired some of the, the best faculty we knew, yourself included, where they actually held students accountable. We did not want them going through the program without being held accountable and understanding that the academic piece of their of being a student athlete is the most important piece of being a student athlete. And, and you know, the, the funny thing is they appreciate that. They do. I mean, but I had one class, they would get up at six o'clock and, and then go and run. Right. And then I had to teach them Shakespeare at eight. <laughs> and you know, everyone thinks we, we have such a successful football program. Mark Dude is our head coach and hall of fame coach and a, a wonderful guy. And you know, everybody thinks that we have all these full scholarship athletes. We have two full scholarship football players, two. That's it. Everybody else, 
you know, may get some financial aid help or have opportunities for different kinds of scholarships, but two are on full scholarships. That's it. So we've translated that Falcons model, that Falc model, to our other athletic programs, and we're beginning to see and reap some rewards to that. And our athletic director, Joya Whittington, is fabulous. She is the reason for that turnaround. And, you know, people like Mark Dude and some of these head coaches that are just phenomenal and understand the need for that. Now, I, I, I have questions here, and I, I want to be careful how I ask them. People want to know if you get the support you need from the city of Scranton. People mm-hmm. want to know if you get the support you need from Congressman Cartwright, mm-hmm. from Senator Casey, Senator Toomey. Are you, are you getting the support and from the, the state lawmakers as well? Yes, absolutely. We... So from the city of Scranton, we we have a wonderful relationship with the city of Scranton, with Mayor Courtright, Jess Eskra, some of the other wonderful players in the in the city. That's absolutely true. Our local legislators have been absolutely wonderful. Love what we're doing for the local community. They, you know, every time we we have an opportunity for a rack piece, some of those state dollars or some federal dollars, they're always advocating for us. Um, Senator Blake, Senator uh, Congressman Cartwright, Senator Casey, fabulous. They're always very, very supportive of us. What is interesting is that Lackawanna College and your auditorium has become like a, a spot where you get national attention. You will have you will have campaign. You will have prominent national figures right. there. I mean, you have lots of lots of people that are using yeah. your facility more so than we ever thought that would be. You're 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 a focal point. Well, we're also, um, you know, we're. We're a private college, but we're not affiliated with any kind of, you know, religious affiliation or organization. So we can provide both sides of the argument without any sort of uh, restrictions. And that has become an opportunity, especially in the city of Scranton, which is an absolute hot button in any political election nationally. That has become a real opportunity and a real uh, virtue for us. We have about a minute left, Mm a minute and a half. What do you, what do you want us to know about you? You're you know whether you want it or not. You're now a major community leader. You're going to be someone that's going to be looked to for lots of different things, whether you know it or not. Your voice is going to be a little louder when you say something. What do you want us to know about you? I, I love this city. I love this region. I love northeastern Pennsylvania. I you know I was born and raised here in Scranton. I was a UPS driver for many years. I, you know, I was a philosophy major in college. I wanted to be a surgeon and passed out all kinds of times when I went to see surgery. I'm I'm a person who has worked through lots of, of issues and I've worked through my whole life wanting to make a difference. And I think this college really provides a vehicle to be able to do that. Our team and this group of staff and faculty are just amazing people. They are very, you know, they're they're very mission driven. They get up every day wanting to make a difference. And and that's what we do. And that's what I want to do as a community leader, as the next president of Lackawanna College. And we're going to try like heck to make that happen. You know, I'm a broken record, but yeah, you know, I've been a big promoter of you for a long time. And, and it's because of one memorable instance where there was a kid that was in trouble and I remember going into your office fighting for him. And I remember the time you took to save that kid. And I'll never forget it because he, he, he we would have sent him back to inner city Washington. Yeah. Go ahead. Just go live your life. And man, we just fought for that kid. And I, I respect you for it. That says the world. Congratulations. Thank My you, honor Frank. to call you Madam President. Thank you. <laughs> have Much a good weekend, too. You as well. <laughs> we'll be right back. Thank WLK. You. Bye-bye. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.